welcome back to another episode of Manifested Drama. This is a podcast, and we are two old friends who we lament about our over 40 lives and laugh at each other's dirty jokes with a little bit of pop culture mixed in with some spice. My name is Amy. I'm Missy. What are we talking about today, Miss? I have a whole... I took notes. You always have a yeah, hole. I have a I have, well, I have, I have several, actually, um, <laughs> if we're being very honest. But I took notes. So, like, I'm – okay, I want to know, did you do any of your homework from last week? I tried, but um, I don't have a Peacock subscription. Okay. So um, that is next on the list. I tried. I looked through um, Netflix and Hulu and like the ones that I do have. And I, they have the Office UK on, I think, Hulu. And I was like, I almost started watching. I was like, wait, wait, Ricky Gervais isn't in the mm-hmm. office. And then that's when I realized that the office, the U.S. office is actually a spinoff of the British yeah. office. So I didn't know that. So I at least have a little bit more backstory for for yeah. um, the office. Because the first, the pilot episode of U.S. Office and the British Office, they're identical. So it was kind of like based on or, you know how like so they, we have different shows for different countries, but they're the same. Like Shameless was also like in the U.K., but then it was his own thing with like William H. Macy and all of them here in the U.S. And it was a whole same characters, different American settings, basically. I didn't know that about Shameless either. Oh, you're welcome. I tell you. Oh, thanks, I, man. I know way too much shit. I watch plethora of useless trivia. Yeah. It's not going to get me anywhere, but God damn it, it's in there. Right <laughs> got my husband, too. It's not going to get me anywhere, but God damn it, it gets in there. <laughs> hey, if, so. that's, if, if he does that job well, then at least he does that job well. I, I've trained him. I've trained him well. You got I would, to. I would think after 19 years, he can get it. And, like, he does on my contractually obligated days. So, I don't have to, like, I don't have to do, like, be, like, the freak in the sheets anymore because we've been married for so long. I'm like, mm. I'm like, diarrhea. I don't want you today. Like, that's not <laughs> happening, buddy. We're at that point in marriage. So, it's, you know, the romance keeps flowing. But anyway, so sarcastic. Watch- yeah, <laughs> I should have used my sarcastic voice. You know, you look foolish. It's hard to tell when I can't see your voice. I know. You can't see my voice. <laughs> I'm going to put the vape pen down. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> okay, but did you watch Love is Blind? No, I didn't know I was supposed to. Yeah, you were supposed to catch up with like the first season of Love is Blind. And then the office. You were supposed to say familiar. Fam- oh, fuck English. Familiar yourself with Jessica. Oh. Well, fired. Not much has changed since high school, apparently. God, you're fucking fired. I've not done my work and I've got all the excuses. Yeah. Well, I did my homework and I took fucking notes just like my high school nerd self. Can I copy your notes? No, you already, you've already seen these episodes. And I can't even read half my writing today. I was, like, scribbling shit today. Um, there's so much. <laughs> there's a lot. Well, I didn't take – so there's – I noticed when you told me to watch it. So I just went ahead and I said I'm going to watch all three seasons because they're not, like, 22-episode seasons. So I no. the last time – well, before you get into Kardashians, I'll well, – let's do the other shit I was going to talk about. Um, okay. So Kevin texted me today while we're at work, and he said – do you have Twitter? Do you ever get on Twitter? Me? Yeah. 
Um, every now and then, if if somebody like so, if like I, like I hear about somebody has like tweeted this, and I want to see like the shit storm that it that it stirs up, I will like click the link and like look at like the feed. But I don't actually have a Twitter. See, that is the only reason I have Twitter is because I want to go, like you said, I want to go see the shitstorm that they said and I want to read. But me, I like to go, I like to read the comments. Like, I'm there for the bullshit, right? So <laughs> Kevin texted me and he was like, did you see what Ben and Jerry's, the ice cream said? Um, and I just, I, oh, no. just I, I wrote this down. So Ben and Jerry's, they made a tweet and it's, very cursory looking at it. You're like, shut the fuck up, Ben and Jerry's. Because they're like, while you're celebrating um, Fourth of July, it was, let me read it because I actually took a screenshot of it. But it was something akin to while you're celebrating, the, this is the Fourth of July. It's high time we recognize you exist on stolen indigenous land and commit to returning it. And mm-hmm. so, and then it was like a meme that says the United States was founded on stolen indigenous land. This 4th of July, let's commit your, and it was like, and it's got like a little sign that says this is stolen, but then you click a link and it's got a link. Um, So I wanted, before I tell you what the link was about, I want to know your thoughts on that kind of stat, like stance and what you think that is. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a realist when it comes to history. And the fact is that there were, it was a whole population of people that were here spread all the way across this country when Britain and the pilgrims and all of those assholes showed up. Um, I, I mean, what, so what commit to returning it. So what is this entire country of a population supposed to do? You know, like, yeah. That was like, it's, it's a little difficult to say, you know, it's like, do I feel like the Native Americans have gotten a raw deal? Yes, I do. Absolutely. Especially living in Phoenix. And, and you probably have a lot of Native uh, population in Kansas as well. Um, but here in Phoenix, I mean, it's a very prominent thing. And I, I mean, but like, what, what's the answer? I, I don't know what the answer is. I feel like, you know. Yeah. I mean, and they they continue to be marginalized. You know, there's you know there's a pandemic of you know of uh, First Nation women and children just going missing, yeah. and nobody seems to really give a shit. Nobody's putting any effort or funds into trying to find these people. They actually touched on it on Yellowstone. I don't know if you've ever watched Yellowstone, yeah. but they touch on that. Oh yeah. fuck, it's so great. Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely think that. If something more than here is a small piece of land that everybody in your tribe can live on and you can mm-hmm. and you can put up casinos and bingo. Yeah. Um, I think more than that needs to be done. But what what the answer is, I just don't know. Yeah, I think it's one of those that, yes, we came in and took their land. And this is going to sound really shitty, but like y'all had all of these tribes and it wasn't a whole lot of population for all of this land. Mm hmm. And yes, the American government came in, slaughtered your people, slaughtered your game, took your land, did these mm-hmm. bullshit ass trees. This is this was the whole purpose of this because then, as people don't do on the internet, I was like, okay, I'm gonna read the link that they posted. So they posted a link, and it was basically like there's a petition going because when um, Mount Rushmore was formed. They actually, the American government, they signed a treaty with, oh gosh, who were they? Hold on, I'm coming back to the, nope, that's not it. 
Um, they signed a treaty with the Sioux Nation, and it was basically like, we are going to use your land. You guys are going to give us your land until we strike gold on this land. Um, and then once we strike gold, we're going to give you the land back. Well, historically, as we know, because where um, Mount Rushmore is in South Dakota was sacred land for the Sioux um, tribe where it was called the Six Grandfathers. And we know now that we, America, we decided to go ahead and put some white men's faces and blow some shit up and put it there, right? Um, So this treaty says, yes, we're going to give you this land back. They never, never did, okay? Um, Uh But then you look and you keep reading, and they were basically given money for this land. Um. And the Sioux Nation, they didn't take the land that was given to them because they were stating, um, I'm trying to pull the freaking article up and my stupid driveway camera is going off and it's pissing me off. I think. Is your child so dancing in front of their thing. camera? <laughs> no, it's the, it's the kid next door. He's like walking down to his girlfriend's. So um, basically it was this, that. They did this treaty. They said, we're going to keep the Fort Laramie treaties. We're going to use this. Um, We'll give it back. Right. We know they didn't give it back. So, you know, this was like 1927 when they took it, blah, 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 blah. And then the court was like, "Mm, we're going to keep your land. But, and this is 1970, but we're going to give you $105 million in damages. They said, no, we don't want that $105 million damages. Uh So this $105 million in 1970. And so think of the inflation of the dollar in the last 53 years since then, right? It's been sitting in a trust gaining interest. Do you know how much that's worth now? Oh God, it's got to be in the trillions. Two billion. Two billion. It says the tribes still refuse it despite living in some of the poorest communities in the U S and there's red Dawn Foster of the Oglala Lakota. And I apologize if that sounds terrible. She's a South Dakota state Senator. She said her quote is we're poor because our resources were stolen from us, but our connection to the black Hills is not a monetary one. Our main concern is that the land not be desecrated and we be allowed to resume our roles as stewards of our land. That's our purpose as Lakota. Mm-hmm. Like, I get what you're saying, girl. Like, I got you. But you have to think about the rest of us that we don't have ties. Like, we, you and I, especially, we don't have ties to this land. Right. You know, like, my, even my mom and dad's side, my people came over in, like, the early 1800s or, 18, or 1900s, like, late 18 early 19 like we aren't even we were not a part of my family was not a part of the civil war we came from germany and we came from prussia before there was a russia and a fucking germany you know like we came from over there but you think of like the nomadic lifestyle of all generations and white people we don't we don't have we're not like fucking in the sand like this is where our our ancestors were right Uh uh-huh and I just, it's one of those that it's like, I, I get what you're saying. And I respect to you, but you also are pissing and moaning as you're, you're, you're poor, but you have $2 billion sitting in an account that could do so much 
for your people. for your people yeah and so it's, yeah. It, yeah it's kind of like a no i don't want to say like let bygones be bygones because what happened to all the native uh communities and and civilizations across the country was was deplorable and mm -hmm. i wouldn't wish it maybe my worst enemy um but it's it's like you know at some point you have to say okay we may not be able to get what we want or what we feel like we deserve, but we do have this resource that we can use to not only improve the lives of our community, but also to spread education and awareness about it. Mm -hmm. You know, so mm -hmm. it, it, it's the catch 22. Like, I understand what they're saying. Like, like they they see like they're everything has a spirit and the earth is a living thing. And it's like they're it's their spirit mother. And, you know, that is at their core at the core of their civilization and their faith. So I see what I can see both sides of it. But I, I don't. Yeah. Two billion dollars. That sure could do a lot of good for. Yeah, and I've seen reservations, and and I and I and I always wonder why do they look like this? Why why do these people? What I, I don't understand. Well, it's not. I would never, you know, desecrate, you know, decimate an entire population of people and then you know put up a national park. Um, so for me, I can't. You, Yellowstone. <laughs> Way to go, Dutton. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, John, James, Tim McGraw. And Faith, too. They Faith. did her dirty in that show. <laughs> she did, needed yeah. a little bit of makeup. I liked that she, well, we can keep on with that one. They straight, because, like, even the girl that played their daughter, um, mm -hmm. she had, like, armpit hair. Like, they stuck to it. Like, they gave yeah, her armpit yeah. hair, everything. But anyway, I digress, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I see, I see what you're saying, but at the same time, like, can we let's figure out a way to move forward because if mm -hmm. you think you know windstar and oklahoma the only brightly lit places in oklahoma are the native owned are the casinos. yeah the casinos yeah. Mm -hmm. and other than oklahoma city they don't believe in lighting the rest of the fucking state but they've they've kind of figured out how to but the whole thing is is those leaders that take this land and they get that agree that approval to put that casino and especially Windstar, which is right there at the Texas Oklahoma border. I mean, it's fucking ginormous. It's expensive. It turns a lot of revenue. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that, and it's the same thing they kind of touched on in Yellowstone is why are we not funneling that money back into the community? And, well, that's you know, the impression that we're given is that that's what they do with the money. Like, like they say, like the the lottery in Texas. Oh, the the money that's generated from lottery sales goes to education. Oh, okay. My fucking ball sack. It goes to yeah. education. Second episode reference to my balls. My genitals are popping. <laughs> that's gonna be the name. That's my new bad name. Popular oh, genitals. Popular genitals are popular. Good morning, sir. Good morning, <laughs> but this all that uh, enough about our balls. Um, this all I think it was kind of a good thing for me because, like, I, 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 because I can't see like as a marginalized individual. Really, I have no frame of reference other than I'm a woman, right? That's mm -hmm. about as discriminated. But we're not women of color. We're not persons of color. We're not, you know, where even as far back as 50, 70 years ago, a Native person could 
walk into a store and get told to get out. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we are so fortunate that we are the skin color that we are that we, I have no frame of reference. Cause I can honestly say like, I get, get the fuck over it, like move the fuck on. But I also haven't gone through generations and generations of poverty right and seeing what it's done and living and seeing um like your belief system and and everything just kind of be shoved down and made mm-hmm. and minimized and made not important you know um but that was my like random article because I think it's so interesting and kind of bullshit I hate like I just think for me I get the reason Ben and Jerry's their marketing person could have worded it a little better than they did and so yeah, that definitely so has. They had an axe to grind. Divisive, and yeah, if we could just get these big fucking companies out of politics, right? It, oh, it, that'd be great. It goes along with the Bud Light stuff that just went on. We have enough of these companies kind of pulling strings in our government and our politics. They they need to stay out of it, you know. And I love fish food I love love fish food but my first inclination was like I this is so fucking dumb and I hope that they give up their fucking super expensive big property in Vermont if they're gonna right. do this shit like what are you doing Ben and Jerry's other than posting a link to have somebody sign a fucking petition what are you doing to make it better you know what I'm saying yeah, we got we got bad knees. We can't be doing that no more. Yeah, I don't even do that. I'm married and I don't have to do that. So I got him to marry Except me. That's on your contractually obligated days. Nope, it's usually like his birthday, and Christmas, and our anniversary. And I Is gave him, I gave him like five in January. I'm good for the year. So you just like gave yourself some credit. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I built up, the, <laughs> I built up the BJ bank. Like, no, no, no. You got this one yeah. back in January. Get Remember, you said that. this would be your birthday present and your Christmas present. You just did that on your, like, his birthday is in May. And he's like, another birthday, no blowjob. <laughs> You'll be all right, buddy. <laughs> you will live. Yeah. I got you. You married me without ever getting it. So that's your fault. You set a precedent here. Good job. I just thank God he's circumcised because, good Lord, nobody wants to slurp on a tremor. You want to hear something weird? My son is not circumcised. Really? Yeah, and here's the reason why. Okay, so I I signed the paperwork, but I gave birth to Stephen in a little podunk-ass town called Arkadelphia, Arkansas. Mm. And I don't know why because they ain't nowhere near Philadelphia. So I don't know yeah. how they shoved those two together. But well, I mean, these bastards did Texarkana. And there's a Texarkana on And there's Arklatex. Arklatex. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're, uh, I'm in the hospital and, you know, they're signing all the paperwork. You know, I'm in labor and doing all that. And like, do you want an epidural? Yes. Do you want to circumcise your baby? Yes. And turns out that the pediatric surgeon did not come in on the weekends. And Stephen was born on a Friday. And so they released us from the hospital without having circumcised him because there was no surgeon that could do it. And so they set us an appointment for like two or, two or three months <gasps> road. No. Yeah. So instead of it just being a local anesthetic that he would heal quickly from, they now has turned into a general anesthetic surgery. Oh, no. um, 
Yeah, I would. So we go. Yeah, so we go. We go to the uh, and again, Arkadelphia, Arkansas. This is this is like God's sack. And Mm -hmm. the doctor didn't even like acknowledge that I was there. He spoke to Will the entire time, like shook his hand, said, let me just extend the the handshake of faith there, brother. And I'm just like, I'm not I'm the one that made the baby. You you understand that we're not even married right now. So we're living in sin. But I'm the Jezebel. Right. I get it. So he and so basically it was just like an initial appointment to make sure that Stephen was physically capable of undergoing the surgery. So then they rescheduled the surgery for like another month out. So we've got to drive back to Arkadelphia. And then before the, um, before the appointment, they send us another letter. And this was all through the Arkansas, um, Medicaid, um, system and which is completely fucked. But so they finally sent us another letter canceling his uh, surgery appointment and then to rescheduling it for like three months. Well, at this point, we had already made plans to move back to Texas. So, and I was just like, at this point, I don't know that I'm willing to put my kid under um, anesthesia. Um, And I, I, you know, if he ever comes to me one day and says, mom, I want to have this done, then we'll, we'll jump off that bridge when we come to it. But I've, I, that's what, it's a weird kind of thing that kind of like just drifts through my mind every now and then I'm just like, what if he gets a hold of a girl that like has a weird thing about uncircumcised dudes? And I'm like, God damn it, Arkansas. As long (laughs) as he's like pulling the skin back and he's cleaning it. Mm-hmm. he's good like my ex was Matt was not circumcised mm-hmm. and it was like a and his hygiene it was lacking a lot of the time. so yeah that was not going in my mouth like I'm not gonna it's just and honestly like I've, I have a friend that he's not circumcised and we joke it looks like tremors like the Kevin Bacon movie oh tremors. it does it fucking does yeah um, like, have you ever seen bad moms where they talk about what to do with their, it's like Mila Kunis and the other lady, I forget her name. And they're telling Kristen Bell what to do with like an uncircumcised penis. And she's got like a hood on her head. Yes. Yes. I remember um, that. <laughs> gives me so much fucking joy. I'm kidding. But I was like, yeah, that's kind of true. Like my husband is circumcised. My boys are circumcised. Um, but I did not have a C-section like you did. I had vaginal delivery. And their circumcisions were done, like, when they were one day old. And Witten's, they did, like, a – they put, like, a ring on it. Or no, no, no. Yeah. They put, like, a ring on it that we had to, like, go and, like, put Vaseline and take care of it, clean it, da-da-da-da-da, and then it would fall off. Mm -hmm. And so it did. It did its job. Micah, they did, like, an incision and cut it. And Micah's recovery time was so much quicker than Witten's. Witten's was like a week and a half. Micah was like four days. Wow. Witten, when he was probably about six months, he was at his checkup and the doctor was like, oh, it had like reattached a little bit because I don't have a penis. It was my first baby penis. (laughs) Sounds wrong. But it was my first first, like little guy to take care of or whatever. And I didn't know you're supposed to like pull it back and clean it. Like I just thought, like, oh, he's not, like, foreskin is not, like, his forte. Like, I'm good. I can wipe it, blah, blah, blah. Like, they had to basically put, like, a little bit of lube and yank it when he was, like, six months. That's how they – because it was barely – it was, like, itty-bitty, teeny, teeny, tiny. Like, it wasn't, like, a big 
where it grew the fuck back. It was like a little, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, he was like, it's going to be super quick. Like, I'm not even going to have to anesthetize him. I was like, okay. And I was like, well, I'm going to come back with my husband because penises are his area. So obviously. And so we come back and I'm like, I'm one of those moms that like, if my children are going to be, I can't look like I get very, very squeamish. Like I just, I feel terrible. Like I'll come and swoop in and give the cuddles, but like Kevin is going to be the meanie head holding them down. Like I'm not going to do it. I just can't do it. Like even with shots, I would have to, when they would get shots and when you have a baby for people who don't know, um, you kind of have to like, well, my doctors, we had to help like hold them down because when they're little, they do it in the thigh because there's so much thigh meat. Right. But I just hate it. Like I couldn't look at them. Like, I was just like, I'm sorry. I'm the worst mother in the world making you do this. It was traumatizing for me. Yeah, I was always afraid of um, Stevens closing back up, but um, I'm guessing it never has because he never, I've never had an issue. He's never said that there was a problem going on down there. So yeah, I can only assume kinda, that everything is copacetic. I'm especially as a teenager now, I'm sure he would love for you to go, hey, buddy. Are you, when you're taking a shower, you pulling that foreskin back and getting up in there? You making sure? There's no fermenta, right? We're getting all the schmigma out? Good? No dirty dick in it? Girls don't like a dirty dick. Yeah, I can imagine him being complete. He would probably drop dead from from embarrassment. Oh, Witten would die, but then he, because he encourages my bullshit, because he's a great son that way. Because he's me. Like, he's fucking, the world is screwed when he's older. Like, he is my smart fucking mouth. Like, he looks exactly fucking like me. He's a little bit more emo than I am. Yeah, he is going to, he's going to fuck shit up. Like, he's got a mouth on him. Um, But, yeah, I would do that to Witten. I don't, I give no fucks. Like, I posted a picture on Facebook day yesterday before of um, one of my memories and it's the one where he fell asleep on the toilet do you remember that one <laughs> yeah. she's petrified not even terrified but petrified of that picture making its way into a school slideshow i'm saving that for his wedding but i mean eighth I mean, it's it's right in your wheelhouse. I know. I'm not saying that his his fears are unfounded. <laughs> nope, I know he knows me. But like, so fifth grade graduation, they did like the slideshow, and the teachers are talking about how the parents sent in like pictures of them when they were young, when they were babies. Well, he was sitting on the back row where he, when he looked over, he could see me, and he leaned back and he mouthed, "Oh no." <laughs> And I didn't use it. I was good. I wasn't going to embarrass him. And then his football team last year for their banquet did a video. The coach's wife, she's fucking cool as shit. She went along with it. And we had him convinced that I used that picture. I was like, (laughs) wait, that toilet picture. She's like, I can't wait for everyone to see it. He was fucking Yes, but he didn't talk to me. He walked away, went and sat with his friends, would not look at me, would not talk to me the rest of the night. Uh, salty. And so like <laughs> we're sitting there and it's coming up and they're talking about wit and like his like ag I don't know, accolading football bullshit. Um and he's just looking at me and we're like nudging each other, just really like we're but we fooled him. It was the best. 
And maybe I was like, gotcha, bitch. That's awesome. Which I probably think I did say gotcha, bitch, in front of the whole, all the moms and the team. That's when I was graduating, <laughs> when I was graduating from high school, they did this, um, this like slideshow thing where they showed like the baby picture and then like your, your senior picture. And uh, it was at baccalaureate actually. And um, my mom had submitted the, um, just, just the fact that I said my mom, you should see where this is going. Um, my mom submitted the pictures to the PTA and we're there when we're watching the ceremony and all that. And here comes my picture and it's a picture of my sister. Oh, yeah. It's my that sister's baby picture. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, mother, there's a fucking date and timestamp in the corner left of that picture that says 1994. <laughs> I was yeah, you're about one. 12 years too late. She just went through a random drawer, found a baby picture, and said, that'll work. <laughs> me? There's no pictures of me. Bef- this is why I think they stole me. There's no pictures of me before age, like, three months of age. Like, every baby picture I've ever seen of myself, I'm of the age where, like, I don't look like a prune, and I'm holding my head up. Mm-hmm. you know and then I'm like but then you look in my dad or one of them had brought they were moving because my parents moved a lot after like I became married and like I inherited some of their bullshit so it was one of them brought me like a rubber made bin full of pictures and it was like all three of my brother's baby books and I was like, well, I was like, I'll hold on to these. We just because wanted to make sure that you see have as many pictures of our favorite child as yeah. possible Look so that you don't forget. Him. So amazing. We love him. But the whole thing is, is I held on to those until I thought he was old enough to handle the responsibility of having them. And I think I finally gave them to my dad when my dad moved up here. I was like, take these. These are like, they need to go to his home now. Like he's. 33 like here take them now he can have them so, <laughs> yeah oh parents yeah yeah so developments on my remember last week we talked about how they had my stepsisters they were taking her to do all that like my, my stepsister's kid taking her to all this shit whatever whatever so my kids mm-hmm. my dad calls me on saturday and it's like yeah it's here because he wanted to know when the town's um for the July day parade was because why Google it when you call somebody? And he's yeah. like, Well, bring the boys by. And the my kids like know that we are not like the favored family. And like my dad does not and even my stepmom, they don't go out of their way to do anything. Like even Witten said, Why do we want to go over there when they just do everything for and they're doing taking it to do shit they never take us to do. So it turns out my stepsister can't afford daycare. So they're watching mm. for the summer. It'll be like that sometimes. I'm just like, and my stepmom, I went over there Monday because I didn't have anything else to do. And I had one of my dad's coolers and I had to return it. It was just kind of an excuse to go over there and be kind of a bitch. And because I drove by one day and I didn't see my stepsister's car. And I was telling Kevin, I was like, I bet they fucking flew them up here and paid for her because she lives in Houston. <laughs> Um, like 30 minutes outside of Galveston. And mm-hmm. she's 27, 28. Like, she's just now to the point where, like, her dad moved out and she's paying the bills. And I guess she got a car and kept having to make repairs. 
So I was like, what? They bet they fucking flew her up here. So I'm, it's, I don't know, 11.30. And I'm like, where's where's Carr? She's like, oh, she just draw. And that's how I found it. She was like, we're just watching it for the summer because you can't afford daycare. And she's staying with us until August. And I was like, bite your tongue, fix your face. Bite your tongue, fix your face. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, I've been there where, you know, we lived in an extended stay motel when we were living in Houston, haven't had help with the kids and all this shit kind of underhandedly saying stuff. Um, and then she's like, we're sitting at my dad's dining table because that's what we do when you go over there. We sit in hard chairs so we don't get comfortable and stay. Um, so she's like, yeah, I'm not used to having kids around. I was like, well, imagine if you, if you want to get in the practice, you guys could come and do more stuff with my kids than you do. That way you can get used to it. And it went over her head that I was being a bitch, but I couldn't, I didn't want to hold my tongue in. I just could not. I wanted that. So when that happens, do you see that as an invitation to like lean in and continue to be a bitch and be like, like lean into it and be more of a bitch until she gets it? Or do you just be like, eh, well, you know, I guess you're just that dumb bitch. No, I keep going because she's just that. Okay. So it's like a. That's what I figured. Yeah. And my dad is like half deaf where he's at the age where, you know, like the cartoons with Beethoven where he'd stick the thing in his ear to hear. Yeah. Okay. So my dad can't hear unless he cups a hand around his ear. Because he He needs a horn. He needs one of those horns. Yeah. So if I'm not hollering. But that's been the greatest thing about moving up here is like I don't take any shit from them anymore. Mm-hmm. I just say what the fuck I think. And then if you don't like it and you, I don't care. Say something. Yeah. We can talk about it like an adult, but I'm not going to sugarcoat shit anymore. I'm not going to let you talk to me like I'm dumb anymore. Like it's one of those, I've, I've told you my, the men in my family are very much like you're a woman. You don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Well, my big dick swings and I'm smart. It swings so, hard and far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll leave a mushroom on your forehead. Just saying. I swing yeah, hard and far. To get to that point, I had to get further away from mine to get to that point because I'm there too. I'm just like, I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and yeah. you can continue to ignore me, or we can have a conversation. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let you guys, you know, do what you do anymore, yeah. and not, and not speak up. You can be a dick, but I'm just not going to speak. I'm just not going to stay silent anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, we kind of, we went on a on a journey there. Yeah, we did. Do you want to keep going? From circumcision? Yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> well, I mean, it's all, all about boys and balls and stuff, so why not? It kind of fits, like circumcised dicks, same thing. So, <laughs> before we get into the Kardashians, because I know you're chomping at the bit to for me to read my notes, too. So, I want to tell you something that happened last night okay. in our neighborhoods. So I live in Kansas. We know, like... Okay, I live where BTK, the the blind torture kill guy is from. Not the same city, but several of us. So obviously there's some weird shit that can go on here. So Ryland was on the other side of the pond in our neighborhood at her their friend's house. Um, and we had Rye drop the car up here because God forbid like a rogue fourth like um, firework went under the car and something happened that was not in Ryland's control. And so that way we just put it in the driveway. Everything is safe because it's literally a five minute walk. So I get a text at 1130. Can you meet us outside? Somebody is following us. And I had just gotten out of the shower because it was 8 million degrees out and it was, I was sweaty and I throw on my fucking like 
terry cloth bathrobe and literally went out front and i see this golf cart full of boys do a u-turn in my just kind of they see kevin in the driveway they book and they're like have a good evening ladies and I was like, what's going on? Because it was like these boys. It's my next door neighbor's kid and his friends. These kids are like 16, 17. They're not meaning it maliciously, I think. But I guess from the gist of what the girls told me, because this was perspective as, as females, was they were being, oh, they thought we were pretty. They asked for us for pictures. Angel, her friend, is gay. So she's like, yeah, I just flipped him off. Rylan is asexual, didn't think anything of it. And I was like, huh. And I was like, what, well, Angel, let me drive you home because she had walked right over. Um, so we jump in the car and I know where this golf cart is from because there's one person with a golf cart in our neighborhood. And it's this rich old guy. So I'm taking Angel back to her house and I turn. Here's the golf cart. And all of the boys are standing talking to another girl that was sweeping um, fireworks shit out of their drive of the street. And there's an old man, the old man that owns it. And I said, hey, I just want you to know, like, they followed these girls home. He's like, no, that's not what happened. And I was like, mm, yes, it is. Cause I saw them leave my street, but okay. He was like, well, they wanted them. I said, they were telling they're pretty. They were asking for a picture. He was like, no, no, no. They wanted them to take a picture of them on the golf cart. And I was like, really? I was like, well, then why are they asking why they're not stopping? Is it because one of them is Brown? That's not them. Like you don't. And I was like, boys, I just want to tell you, like, you don't, follow a female home at night even if you don't mean anything damn it so you're you're talking to the old man and he's giving you this bullshit story and you're talking to the boy saying you don't follow girls home yeah i was like you know just i was like even if you i was like because that is our first inclination as females and i said unfortunately this is the day and age and i i'm sure you guys didn't mean it and i was like but when i'm especially a group of boys is following girls home that they don't know. I was like, that can be perceived as bad. We don't know what your intentions are. I was like, never, ever, ever. Like I started ignoring the old guy. And I said, you know, he's like, well, the old guy was like, well, they just saw there, right? I was like, and they, thank you. They're flattered. Thank you. And I was like, let's just, let's make better choices going from now on. And I got a yell at like a bunch of yes, ma'ams. And I was like, literally thinking like, I'm that lady in her robe, in her Lexus, Chasing down teenagers in the neighborhood. I don't give a shit. It made me so mad. Like, I even woke up today just pissed about it. Because that old man excused their behavior as boys will be boys. And I boys will be boys. hate that shit. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what pisses me off the most about these teenage, little hot Detroit teenage boys? First of all, they, they are enabled by the our entire society. And it mm. fucking sucks. But the thing that really pisses me off is when all of a sudden a grown-up shows up and they're all Eddie fucking Haskell. Oh, yeah. So for for all of the younger listeners out there, Eddie Haskell is a character, is a is an ass-kicking brown, is ass-kissing brown noser character from a very old show called Leave it to Beaver. Mm-hmm. And it's always just like, you're looking very lovely today, Mrs. Cleaver. And but you know that he just did some shady shit in oh, the backyard. Okay. And you're I hate teenage boys. I have a teenage boy and he's an angel. But I am well aware that he probably speaks in yeah. he can be a shit. And especially when he's not around his mom, yeah. you know? And yeah, I just these I that that makes me mad for you. It yeah. does, because I'd have done the exact same fucking thing. What did they look like? Do you Did you know any of them? Which direction did they go? Well, yeah. Rylan even said one of them asked 
if she was the neighbor, his neighbor. Now we can get into like the meat and the potatoes of me, me starting my Kardashians journey. So you talked about this season. I said, fuck it. It's like 10 episodes a season. Uh I'm going to start at the beginning. And so I'm watching the Kardashians. We'll just dive right the fuck in. Right. I have not watched the Kardashians. I think since Courtney was pregnant with Penelope. Mm-hmm. Like the younger two were like in high school or younger, I think. And Bruce was still Bruce instead of Caitlin the last time I yeah. watched. Okay, so wow. So it's it was, been a good a good number of years. It was very because I Mason was little, like I think I honestly Chris and you know, Chris and Bruce were still married, actually. Cause they didn't divorce till he came out, right? Um, I believe they got divorced right before he came out. He came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But right before he transitioned, because he was in the process of transitioning. Like, I'm sorry, you do not go through transition therapy and and have your spouse not know. So, uh, so, I mean, with the hair growing out and, you know, the, the, the microplastic surgery that he had done and, Mm -hmm. you know, she had to have known. So, yeah, so they, they, I think that it was a long time coming and I think they just kind of like orchestrated it so that it fit the narrative of the show and Chris could have her, you know, shock Mm -hmm. moment of she's the, she's the poor pitiful wife that gave her life to this, you know, to, to, to the career of this man and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. but yeah, I think they got divorced shortly before he transitioned. Okay. Yeah. So it's been a while. Like it's been Chloe and Lamar were still together. So it's been, oh, Lamar. gosh, would you say like almost 10 years? Yeah. Okay. So that makes sense. It was very kind of surreal singing Kylie and Kendall as adults. Yeah, it's oh, it's really weird. weird, especially like when you go back and watch like the first episode, and they're like babies. When they they're have like, like their original noses, and Kylie still has freckles. Yep, and Kylie still looks like a white girl. Because <laughs> <laughs> yep. one of the first things I noticed, and I made a note, is that Kylie wants to look Armenian so badly. Yeah, you can tell. She really she has wants- leaned into that. Yeah, and she, but the whole thing is that she is not. Like, she, out of her and Kendall, I think is the most, like, no, I'm not a Jenner, I'm a Kardashian. Oh, for sure. If only in her appearance. Uh, yeah, I think in, like, because I, I stopped watching them because I feel like they got so, so, so out of touch. Mm-hmm. And I was right. They are so out of touch for the reality. It's they ridiculous. are. They are so out of touch. And you know what the funny thing? Like when I watch the Kardashians, like when they say things that are just ridiculous, I'll pause Hulu. I'll pause the playback and just go, uh, yeah. and just like, yeah, you would feel that way. Somebody born with 50 fucking diamond spoons in their mouth wouldn't have a single idea of a perspective of the normal person. Oh, yeah. yeah. They have they have they are in their ivory tower and they don't have a clue. And that's the thing. It's like they, it's not like they were, they probably weren't like uber rich, but they weren't poor, right? Right. Um, they were kind they of got the up the Make it sound like they, they like had some, so they, they, they talk about times of financial difficulty, but Robert Kardashian was a very, very well known attorney um, in LA. I mean, he was one of OJ's attorneys, he was one of OJ's best friends. Exactly. 
And that is, he's, his family wanted for nothing. So while there may have been times where, oh, we had to move out of Santa Barbara and move to Calabasas, you know, because they just couldn't afford that house anymore. Well, wah, wah. I have yeah. to move out of my three-bedroom apartment into a two-bedroom apartment because the rent is too fucking high. So, yeah. And you go back and if you look at season one through probably season three of Keeping Up, they were in that white house. That was smaller than anything any of them own now. Yeah, now they all get lost in each other's houses. Like Kim's house, when I okay, when I'm I'm busy when I'm I'm watching it, I'm doing things like on a screen, so I'm not paying full focus. But I'm like, is she in a fucking warehouse? Yeah, her house is completely white. Open. Everything is white and beige. She is the most boring one. Yes. She has has no color palette in her house. It looks like an art museum. But she, I can tell this first season. So this first season is when she's in probably like the second or third year of her divorcing Kanye. It's the, when she started dating Pete Davidson, it's when, um, Kylie was pregnant with her youngest kid. I don't, is his name Wolf? Did they change his name? I thought his His name name is Air. Okay, it was Wolf, though, right? It was Wolf, and she okay. changed it to air. Yeah, Ain't that some rich white people shit? Some rich? Would, they wouldn't let me leave the hospital without naming my children. It's you have okay. to give them a name. <laughs> my sister is taking the bar. So that was my whole thing. Is that it starts out, and there's like a get-together or a birthday or something at Kim's house. And they're all mm-hmm. coming. And they're like, oh, we've been out of the line that I think I don't know the time frame from when they were not on E anymore to when they began the Hulu like what one or two years maybe yeah a couple a few a couple of years it's been so long that, oh fuck right the hell off first yeah so one thing in the limelight what where have you been yeah because you've been literally in the limelight mm-hmm. so I'm watching it and so that was my first note was Kylie was trying to look Armenian um then my second note was Kim is studying for the bar. Several, 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 several question marks. Because what is when... your question mark? Exactly. <laughs> question. Yeah. So, because the last I saw, she hadn't even gone to college, but all of a sudden she's going to law school. So the way that it works is in California, not every state, but in California, you can basically study under a certified um law firm where they okay. basically teach you all of the things that you need to know. Um, it's actually a more, it's, they say that it's more, of course they would say this, but they say that it's more rigorous and a little more difficult because you haven't had the whole law school experience like you like, or, or like the whole college experience. So, um, they're expected to pass a, um, the, 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 the test that she bar. studied, the baby bar. Yeah. And if she doesn't pass the baby bar then that's it so she can't go any further so that's why it was such a big deal but yeah it's it, it's 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 one of those like leg up things that if you know somebody that's you know a partner in a law firm that's willing to let you come and basically study as an intern and hopefully take the bar in in a few specific states then then you know you have that privilege but it's I don't think it's something that's open to just the general public you oh, know of course not and giving who yeah. her father was and giving who she is precisely I, I knew thinking to myself um is it her, because there was like a later scene later in the, the season where 
Courtney said she wanted to be a go to law school too. Is it something for their dad or is it because of her divorce with Kanye that this is the direction she chose? Because let's face it, she doesn't need the money. She, mm-hmm. I don't think she has career aspirations to really, or like they talk about her, um, gosh, was his name? Julius Jones. Yeah. Julian, Julian Jones that she's trying to help, which is very noble, great for her using her platform to help people in need. So I don't know, mm-hmm. like, that was what I kind of wanted to see her talk about the why behind it. And what her motivations yeah. fully were. Um, so they start out the first episodes, them at this, I think a birthday party gets together or whatever. One thing that's like about me is like, okay, we're all, we haven't seen each other. Chloe looks stunning. Amazing. She's I know. She's a little emaciated. But she's, I think even when she was big, she was stunning. But she's, she's even Oh, I've always stunning. thought she was the prettiest. Yeah. yeah. And I like, like we said, Chloe is like the only person. But mm-hmm. Tristan Thompson we're not back together because he cheated on her with Kylie's friend, Jordan, something or other. Right. But yeah, it's like a get together and everybody's kind of dressed, not super casual, but here comes Tristan, like button your shirt. Like his shirt was completely unbuttoned. And I was Mm -hmm. like, buddy, button your shirt, button your shirt. Just button it. it. Yeah. I got stuck at him not buttoning his shirt. Um, so those, that's my first thoughts. And this is like 15 ish, 20 minutes into the first episode. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I was like, God, in their voices. And I was just like, Ugh. um, cause you, you go through the whole Scott thing where Scott's like now having, cause Courtney is with Travis Barker, which is strange mm-hmm. in itself. Yeah. That they, apparently they make out all the time and it's gross. And I'm not here for all of that. Like I just finished literally today, finished season one and just so we'll with quick recap they get engaged scott's kind of butt hurt but they've been broken up for seven years and courtney said like the last couple of episodes that she watched the edit and like they were making it something more than it was she would say that yeah but i don't know if that's factual or not but she's such a fuck she's trying so fucking hard to be interesting because she was doing like the candle collab with gwyneth paltrow Oh, bitch. I hate her. Another rich bitch with no frame of reference. Who we hate. Oh. <laughs> I the only thing I've ever liked Gwyneth Paltrow in is um Shallow How and Glee. I like turn Glee. That's it. That is it. The rest of it, she can get fucked. She can fall down the stairs. I don't care. I think she's kind of just like a gross, out of touch human. She's mm-hmm. okay. Oh yeah. For sure. But I was kind of like, like she did, Courtney did like a vagina steam where she was like steaming her vagina with roses. The yoni steam, yeah. Trying to get pregnant now. And I just, Rylan was cleaning their room and like her, their, my office was across from their room. And I was like, dude, they're steaming their vaginas with roses. (laughs) What you call privilege? Well, my kids now think you hate me for making me watch shit like this. (laughs) Does he hate you? What? What's wrong with her? Yeah, they're like, no, she making you? Just tell them, say no, Amy. I was no, she fucking hates me. I was like, because yeah, Kevin was like, wait, you want her to watch The Office, and you have to watch this. He was like, that is not a fucking fair trade. 
I can't wait for you to tell him that I didn't even watch any of the stuff I was I know, supposed to watch. I'm going to record him when I tell him. Please do. So, okay. Now, my other thoughts are Kendall looks like Chloe. A shit ton like Chloe. Mm-hmm. And I think that she does nothing to contribute. Like, she's she's Kim's house is boring, but she's boring. Like there yeah, was Kendall one is boring. She got um like an IV with Haley Bieber, which you did not fucking tell me Haley Bieber was in there. And I'm firmly team Selena. I'm team Selena too. And I firmly. honestly I forgot about the IV scene. I forgot that Haley Bieber was in I I think she's only in one episode though. Okay, because I have in all caps, you didn't tell me Haley Bieber would be here. I, I know for point, I know for the future point. that Haley Bieber is it's strictly off limits. She is disgusting. Same. Yeah. Um, but I want to know because you did keep watching it when it was on E. When Tristan cheated on Chloe, did they air any of that time frame? Um, do you mean on the Kardashians or yeah, on, on Keeping Up? Keeping Up. I don't. Yeah, yeah, she they was did. Pregnant with True when he cheated. Yes, they did because they they were all in. She was in. She was in labor when she found out. That poor girl. I know that poor girl, and that's why Chloe is the like she's the realest of the real when it comes to the Kardashians because she has been through some shit. This shit. I mean, they've all lost, you know, loved ones. You know, they all lost their father from cancer, and that's tragic. And, I, and I'm sorry that that happened to them. You know, Kendall and Kylie, they've had to go through. I mean, all of them, really. They had to go through the process of essentially losing their stepfather that they all pretty much grew up with. And, you know, and transition to from Bruce to Caitlin. So that's not a transition that only Caitlin went through. All the whole family had to go through that. Chloe has had to go through and with men specifically and yeah. has some has she has gone through hell with every single one of her relationships and it just it she just has is so such has so much character because of it and she cares for these guys she still calls to check in on Lamar like she Until like she does yeah yeah they were divorced she, when he owed mm-hmm. at the strip club and she stayed mm-hmm. by his side I remember through the whole thing because I was not watching by that point, but I was definitely keeping up with like the pop culture news and all of that stuff where I was like, God, girl, just like good for you. Like good. But I think too is because she, um, she didn't grow up as the petite, skinnier medium girl. Yeah. She was the bigger, bigger girl. Didn't look like her sisters kind of didn't look like she belonged. You know, I'm mm-hmm. sure Especially in Hollywood, because we see how many people are like, well, OJ's her dad, OJ's her dad, OJ's mm-hmm. her dad. I'm sure she heard shit like that her whole life about her whole life. Especially Look- after the trial and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But and I with their families that- being so close. Oh, yeah. And it was one of those that was like, but she was like blonde as a child. So mm-hmm. people like genetics is. <laughs> You have a black-haired mother and a black man as a father. You're not going to create a light-eyed blonde baby. Unless that recessive, no. recessive, recessive gene comes out. But speaking of <laughs> terrible mothers, um, Chris looks like Chloe. Courtney looks like Chris. Like, she's a mini Chris. 
Yeah. But what freaked me out was like how hysterical she was during Courtney's proposal. Who, Chris? Yes. Hysterical as in funny or hysterical like as in like and oh, yeah. and so just yeah. emotional. Well, I mean, that's her oldest, that's her oldest child. And, you know, she is, she's walked Kim, you know, down the aisle several yeah. times at this point, um, Chloe, at least, you know, once. And so, you know, I'm, I'm sure that this is a day that Chris has been waiting for, for a very, very, very long time. Cause you know, Courtney ain't no spring chicken, no. but, um, Chris definitely needs to make all of, all of the scenes with her in it about her. Like she's oh, definitely got to pull, she's got to pull the focus. So yeah. Oh. Yeah. Cause that was one thing I noticed was that and kind of, so the one thing that really, really, really appalled me about the whole thing was they're friends with Ellen. Mm-hmm. And this is post everybody finding out what a horrible boss and how mean Ellen is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you guys didn't want to distance yourself, like back it up a little bit. Yeah, I was just not. I was like, you, she's gross too. No, I think that you get to a certain level of celebrity, and you're just like, no, fuck it. Yeah, like I can cancel that. me. I'll be back in a month. You know. Yeah. And then my final thoughts were Travis looks at Courtney like he wants to eat her he looks at her so creepy yeah their whole relationship just oogs me out it's now and I it's obviously I don't think he needs the money but I think she's had to have something to make herself interesting and this poor guy got caught up in the bullshit and it's going to go the way side of all things Hollywood that it's not going to last. And now they're bringing a kid into the world. Yeah. There is this, um, there's this girl you were talking about, like their, their voices and stuff. And there's this girl on TikTok and her name is Yuri and she does impersonations of the Kardashians and she does all of them. And it is so good. It's, 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 it's satirical and it's funny, but it is so spot on. And that's the reason why it's so funny. Like her Courtney and she puts on different wigs. Like she's got a big, long, like ratty looking wig for for Chloe. And she's got like her regular hair is she looks like him, like naturally without any filters. Yuri looks like him. Okay. But then she puts on like this, like the short, like, um, like super blunt bob that Courtney is wearing now. And she'll be like, I don't. I don't want to film. I just want to be with my kids. And like, it's so perfect. It's so fucking I'm funny. I'm going to send you her link. I'm going to send you the link to her okay. page. Cause it's and the, when she does Chloe, cause you know, Chloe's got like the big, the big long nails mm-hmm. and she likes to talk with her hands and she talks with her nails and she touches her hair a lot with her nails. And yeah. what Yuri does is she takes post-it notes and she cuts them into strips and sticks them on her nails <laughs> <laughs> and they get stuck in her hair. Oh, that's awesome. It's so great. But you know that, that the Kardashians, they, they watch her because every now and then she'll get like um, a, a Skims PR box. So oh, so sure, at least yeah. you know that they can at least, at least Kim and Courtney, at least Kim and Chloe, you know that they can laugh at themselves um, and just like see like, yeah, we're, you know, we're ridiculous and we're not relatable, but, you know, we're living in, in Hidden Hills and you're not. So, yeah. 
Okay, so finishing up the Kardashians, because this is obviously 10 episodes truncated into my thoughts in 30 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was at the end. So Kim started out the season doing SNL, trying to show kind of that she's very pro Kanye and the relationship that he has, like making sure that they have a good co-parenting relationship and that he has a good relationship with the kids, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you kind of hear them talk about how Bruce and Robert Kardashian and they all had a very good relationship, but it took them years. Mm-hmm. And how like it seems like everybody's significant others stay connected to the family for like fucking ever. Just the kind mm-hmm. of and I can believe that. I think that they're very like loyal people. And I I can see where it may not seem like their whole family thing. And tell me if you think I'm wrong, but they're very family loyalty oriented. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Because Malika, Malika Kolo's best friend has been around since Forever. Like day one. They've been friends for their whole lives. Yeah. yeah. My only kind of shitty thing about watching it, like not paying all my attention and being distracted is that, so I don't always see who, People I don't know, like there's an Asian girl on there. I have no fucking clue. I think she's Kim's assistant. She's Kim's no... assistant. Okay. Is her name Stephanie? Yes. So is she Courtney's friend? Because one of the episodes that they were talking about candle shit with Gwyneth Paltrow, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm having lunch with Stephanie today. I, yeah, I think she's friends with, I think she was friends with Courtney and then she became Kim's assistant. Okay. You know, there's, they, they all kind of feed into each other, you know, and, and I don't really blame them because you don't want like all the, all, you don't want like all of the hints to get out about like the cracks. Yeah. In the console, you know, so keep, keep your friends close, you know, and, Absolutely. You know, keep it, and just, yeah. I do feel like um, Kylie's kind of figured that out or it's just maybe because I haven't watched but Kylie's not as much of a I think I think Kylie's probably a little bit more successful than the rest of them outside of being a Kardashian but like, mm-hmm. I, like there was one episode where Kylie was like I just want to do something normal with you and it was like they went and got like a car wash and they went to the grocery store uh, and I didn't, Chris I was like yeah Chris out. was like she was like um she was like cheering on Kylie when Kylie was putting the um fucking grocery cart away. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, yeah. Great, sweetie. That's just like they were like, We need you two to film because nobody else is available. What are you gonna do? That's what that was. Everybody else is at a shoot. Dance it's only monkey you two. Dance. <laughs> dance, monkey dance. <laughs> so we also see Chris built a new house. Um, with her dude where she had like an entire pantry of China. Yeah, yeah. And I like Chloe where she's like, I just wish opulence and fucking nice shit everywhere. And I was like, I know. Absolutely. And then they were at um, some condo Chris had in Beverly Hills and Courtney was like, oh, this was my favorite. I hope one day I'm rich enough that I have property I don't know about. Yeah, oh, I love it. I love how a real estate. I am pro. Chris is like, well, this is where we do our our Christmas gift wrapping. This is our wrapping station. You have a fucking Beverly Hills condo. 
to wrap gifts yeah. and you forget about it for 98% of the year. Jesus Christ, what yeah. a life you live. <laughs> or they were emptying out super fucking old food out of the freezer in the fridge. And Chloe is like, this is disgusting. And Chris was like, well, we can just kind of throw it over the balcony and then we just go pick it up and take it to the dumpster. And Chloe is like, mom, you can't do that. And that just kind of shows like how rich Chris has been this whole time because Mm -hmm. there's no like girl you didn't grow up in the streets like you have had and she's like take the trash out she's like I'll do it myself and then handed it to an assistant on the outside of the door (laughs) well she did that herself yeah (laughs) because Chloe goes you mean you're gonna get somebody else to do it yeah and she did because yeah. chloe will chloe will call her on her bullshit every okay. time but she lives like right next to her and i think that just boggles the mind too like but we know i couldn't live next door to anybody i'm related to no i don't think i could either like my brother wants to buy a house in, in our neighborhood tell him no thanks god that they're, tell all, him they're sold out they're not for sale Right now, these, are all, these are all models. Everything's taken. No, there's no Final Kardashian thought is um, what is it? I Pete and Kim was just weird from the jump, right? Yeah. Do we think that was just for the show? Um, I don't know. Maybe you know, because I feel like if it was going to be for the show, it would be more than just what it was maybe um i mean it could be you never know with these people and so yeah pete card yeah pete kardashian <laughs> pete, pete davidson i mean he, he he didn't really need you know the clout or the or the boost um but i guess you know all publicity is good publicity so yeah sure why not you know, and, but you know, she states, you know, from the beginning, it was, you know, just she was just DTF. So, yeah, because he well, had the BDE sprinkled it. He, 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 through the whole first season of like, I have this secret. I'm dating somebody. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about it. I think it was fabricated for her. And yeah, maybe mm-hmm. she thought like the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody, you know. Um, but I think. I think she just the way she was like, mm, mm, I'm not ready yet. And then she does like a talking head where she's talking to producers and she's like, cause I don't want to look like an idiot and go back and watch this. And we're not even together anymore. Well, newsflash Kim. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing I also did notice towards the end of this first season was they very much started talking about, there was no more protecting Kanye. No. They started talking about how, and not like giving specifics, but everybody, even Scott, talking about how their volatile and toxic their relationship was and how mean he was to her. And I can totally fucking see it. He's crazy. But I can also see she got pregnant and she kept popping out kids trying to calm him down. Mm Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, fuck, I have all of these kids with this crazy son of a bitch now. Yep. And she, yeah, because I think Kanye was another one of, he was a friend. He was obsessed with her for years. Mm-hmm. She finally let him out of the friend zone, right? Mm-hmm. And then, because wasn't she pregnant before they got married? Yeah, she was pregnant before before they got married. Okay, so that's what it is. He she her. went to the Met Ball for the very first time wearing that couch. 
where you oh my god where she looks like my grandmother's sofa be honest if she wore that dress now with her body she would look incredible because i think it's a beautiful dress just not on a pregnant woman and she very much subscribed to that whole first pregnancy of like i'm going to eat everything i can just because i'm pregnant and she she did too and she oh gained every she earned every single pound that she gained she that she, love she seat, dude. Full. her face yes there's um that scene from still magnolias where they talk about it looks like it's two pigs fighting under a blanket under a blanket that's her her. well that's my kardashian so next week we'll talk about my sauce on season two okay and And i will watch the office yeah, I'll send you my Peacock login. Okay. Because I should be able to probably make you, like, your own profile. Because, yeah. And that way you can actually, like, keep up with what I'm watching. I'm like, look, you've watched it. <laughs> like, you've like, only watched half that. of an episode, bitch. Yeah. <clears throat> I expect, like, a full report on my death by the morning. <clears throat> well, that was fun. Okay, so that was me. That was my Kardashian. I know, like, I'm full on... From 2022, like I'm a couple, I'm a year or two late, so I don't care. So good. <laughs> at all. So well, good. But yeah, so we'll catch it up and then maybe eventually we'll be, well, didn't season three just end too? It just started. Okay, so I saw some shit about how they didn't air a, a reunion or something, so I thought it was over already. Uh, I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I hadn't heard about that, but yeah, I think I'm on like season. I'm on like episode. Like they just they just released a new episode last night. Okay. So after I'm done here, I'm gonna go watch that. Okay. Um, but I think it's like episode. It might be episode seven. Okay. Yeah. What a so I'll try to get through. Um, I probably can do like through the end of the week, and then we'll reconvene on season two next week, and we'll see how ridiculous it really gets because I'm going to pay attention to like the just opulent bullshit that they do and <laughs> how many I want to see how many different cars I see too oh yeah that's that's a fun part yeah it's like every <laughs> time I see a different car drink and then I'm drunk and I'm not even supposed to be drinking because I'm on the fucking losing weight team oh yeah you don't want those empty calories no Takesh vodka and tequila I'm just freaking drinking low carb truly Okay. So, because it's very low carb, hundred calories. Tastes like somebody farted into a seltzer. Like I had blueberries. Now it's a blueberry seltzer. <laughs> but oh, if you mix note. that shit with vodka, it's fucking good. <laughs> and you don't care what it tastes like. <laughs> I love vodka. It makes me happy. Mm, vodka and tequila. Mm-hmm. Don't mix that shit together. No, 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 no. You don't mix it together. Though you know, you know, those two don't play together. You got to yeah. play with one or the other. Follow us for more tips on how not to get drunk and throw up. Yeah. In your own bra. We're a plethora of uh, of useful information. It's called life skills, people. Yes, it is. You learn a lot listening to us. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was good talking to you, friend. Where can you we too. find you on social media? I am. Mama underscore Missy 82 on TikTok. 
Miss Carter 820 on Instagram and go check out our new Manifest and Drama podcast Instagram where manifested underscore drama underscore podcast. I try to just post random shit and what we talk about in the episodes on there. So check us out. Where about you? I am uh, Mean Mommy 420 on, no, no, I'm not. Yeah, I am. Mean Mommy yeah, 420. Yeah. <laughs> mean Mommy Life on YouTube. Excuse me. I'm also Mary Mother 420 on YouTube. I'm OG Mary Mother 420 on TikTok and uh, Mary Mother 420 on Instagram. And I will put, I'll start next like this. I'll put our Instagrams in the show notes so that way you guys can just link and click our links and go to and give us a like if you're listening to this. Like and subscribe and tell your friends. And comment. Give a comment. We want comments. Yeah, tell us what you think. Tell us what you think of the Kardashians. That's what I want to know. Yeah, I want to know what you think. Who's your favorite Kardashian? That's what I want to know. And why. Exactly. And then 32 (laughs) words or less. (laughs) It was good talking to you, friend. Talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.